wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Dissecting Success. Teresa here with Blair and a very, very special guest. We are here with Naomi, and I am so pumped. We are so pumped that Naomi is joining us with her beautiful presence on the Dissecting Success podcast. Naomi Pitt is the founder of Naomi Pitt Coaching. She's a certified life and mindset coach, where she focuses on supporting her clients and community on moving from feeling stuck to taking action. She's also the creator of the Community Corner, which is an online space that brings together inspiring women from around the world to share the stories of what community means to them. You have got to check this out. This is really, really cool. In 2021, she took her motivational speech, Ready, Steady, Go, exploring what ready feels like to the virtual stage and spoke to over 250 people as part of the Shine Bootcamp Speakers showdown so amazing hailing from west coast of canada naomi has grown up with a love of the outdoors and now resides in a resort town of whistler british columbia where i also live and today she has the pleasure of working as an hr consultant for a boutique firm coaching her amazing clients and enjoying time with her husband jonas their french bulldog pup margot and friends here in beautiful Whistler. Welcome, Naomi. We're so thrilled you are here. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. I am so happy to be here too. You. Okay, I love well, it. this is going to be a really fun and juicy conversation. I know it. And I'm going to dive right in. What does success mean to you, Naomi? Ooh, I've been waiting for this question. You know, I've been listening to all of the other episodes of Dissecting Success and I love it. And so it's, it's so good to be able to really think about what it means to me. And I think it really comes down to two things, feeling satisfied with what I've been doing with whatever it is. Like, do I feel satisfied? Um, that makes me feel successful. And then yesterday okay so yesterday I took a tennis lesson because side note I've decided this is the summer I'm gonna get good at tennis (laughs) and so I took a lesson with a couple girlfriends um in Whistler and and our instructor was awesome and he was telling us this story and I cannot remember who the tennis player is but some famous tennis player have this rule where he as long as he went for the ball every time he just went for it and it didn't matter if it was like a clean shot or what it really looked like, but it was all about just showing up and getting after the ball. And so being consistent. And that I think 
is really, that's what success is about. It's about showing up, trying and just doing it consistently, even if it's not perfect, right? Like even if clean, that's a new tennis term I've learned. It's a good shot. (laughs) That's even if whatever you're trying is not clean, that you just are still showing up and you're figuring it out. And maybe there's some mistakes, but that's all part of the package. That's, that's so good. Want to know why that's so good? Teresa and I talk about this all the time. You just have to show up. Yeah. You have to show up. Okay. So there's clean, which is a good hit. What's like yes. a messy hit. What, what's that? What's the term for that? <laughs> I don't know. Bad, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just show up dirty. It's like, try again, basically be like, try again. And like, <laughs> so yeah. And like, that's like, you have to show up and you have to have those try again moments in order to get those clean hits, right? You don't just mm-hmm. start hitting clean. Um, and I think that's like probably a really great analogy for business. And I love that you shared that. First of all, um, I know you really, like you're learning tennis. I kind of want to learn pickleball. <laughs> yes, it's very trendy. Yeah, I hear it's very trendy and I think it's like my speed. But, um, <laughs> you know, I've known you for a while. I've watched your um, your career evolve over the years. And um, I just want to talk about where you're at today. So you have a business and you work for a company. Let's talk about how you juggle all of that. And like, let's tell us about your life. Yeah, absolutely. I know and I do love how um, community is so important and big for me. And I just love how we're all connected as well. Like, it's just great. We can get more into that later. But yes, my life right now is I work during the week. Um, you know, it's not typically nine to five. It's nice because I can be flexible. It's a remote role, um, but we'll call it my day job. And that is as an HR consultant for a boutique firm based out of Whistler. Um, although we work anywhere uh, called Crew HR and it's been amazing. So I transitioned out of the hospitality industry after about 16 years in the luxury hospitality industry just last September. So that was huge for me. That had been something I'd been wanting to do. And it's, you know, there were some stages where I wanted it to happen overnight. And other times, you know, I really just had to trust and know that it would work out organically. And, you know, it's not about just sitting and waiting for it to happen. Like there's things I had to do to make that happen, but it was a process and it has been amazing. And so Going back to 2020, uh, when I was still full, like 2019, I had kind of made it to the top as a meeting events manager and things were really on track. That's what I thought I wanted to be doing. And the pandemic hit then in 2020, as we all know, everything shifted and I lost my job. And so I really kind of gave me that chance to reevaluate what I wanted to do. And I was able to do my life coaching certificate. And so now I have that business as well. And it has molded so or intertwined so well with human resources. Um, And even with hospitality, it's all about the people. And I think I just, what's so cool. And when you talk about success is I have been able to just build on so many different experiences and it's all helped me to where I am today. And it, even though the path has not been linear, it's all kind of, you know, helped me to where I am. And I think that's such an important thing to say, because sometimes, you know, maybe you think success is, is linear and you just have to climb a ladder and you keep going. But really, it's taking all of these little pieces and putting it into a new package, a new a pineapple, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you just saying that I pictured the like an old school snakes and ladders 
game. Oh, love that. Because like that's kind of like what the game. I know there is a game called Life, but the game of life yeah. has like snakes and ladders. You know, like yeah. you move forward, then you like shoot up a ladder, then you go maybe a little this way. Oh, whoops, got to go down a slide. But I, I think that's really great. And you know, I love. Okay, so Teresa, you know Teresa's backgrounds and also luxury, yeah, hospitality. So I think that's really cool that you both have this background and to see where your um, careers have evolved and how you both are in this coaching space. What is like, who do you work with? Like, what is, what's your ideal client? Yeah. I love working with people who are ready to, they want to take action on something. Maybe they don't know exactly what it is, but there's something more that they want to do that they want to work towards, or they just want to shift something in their life. And it can be anything. And a lot of the times it is about smaller shifts, but it could be something like career. It could be moving. It could be any different thing and just being able to kind of walk that path with them um, and support and, and give some tools. And really it's just encouraging people, I think, to, you know, be constantly moving forward in some way or another, like, yes, rest is important hundred percent. And I <laughs> took me a long time to realize that if you come from the hospitality industry, it's, you don't know what rest is. Um, but you know, it's all great to sit in the bubble bath and you just wait, you know, like, okay, I'm going to get out of the bubble bath and a hundred thousand dollars is going to be my bank account. Like maybe one day, <laughs> but to get to that point, you do need to be moving forward. So it's just helping people, you know, help working with my clients who are ready to kind of take those steps and help them just do a little bit each day to move them forward to where they want to be. I love that. Know me. And I know like you and I have no known each other for a bit we sort of knew off each other before we ever really met in person like had a conversation because we're both in the hotel industry in Whistler and I remember we met at the event that I did the last in-person yes. event that I did um it was actually at the beautiful family Chateau Whistler I ran it with the amazing Yasmin who's now the director PR director at the Fairmont. And it was all about empowering women in hospitality to step into leadership roles and learning from leadership. And there was this whole idea about doing this leadership cycle, long story short. Um, this was on March 12th and on March yes. 14th, <laughs> the world shut down. Uh, I remember, yeah, we're in the small room. Like, yeah, okay? yeah, exactly. Everyone was kind of what's happening, but that's where we met. And then a few months later, you actually reached out and you jumped into my first ever group coaching program that I had, which is is uh was from lost to purpose, and and yes. I clearly needed to find my own purpose. <laughs> And it feels like a lifetime ago now. And you have been in my world ever since. And you joined us in Momentum as well, which was amazing. And we can talk about that a little bit more. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I have seen you change and transition and move forward and move forward and move forward. So sometimes the really cool thing is when we, you know, so many of us say that we want change or, or say that we want to take action. And one of the things that I really love about what you do know me is that not only are you helping people figure out what is that change, what is that shift, but actually you're guiding them to actually take that action. And like you just said, right, like it's not like we're lying in a bubble bath and then all of a sudden a hundred thousand dollars drop in. And if we are having a bubble bath and a hundred thousand dollars drop in, it's because we've worked, we've worked and we've set ourselves up for success with that to be able to happen. Like it doesn't just drop out of the sky. And so 
you know, not that that is always necessary for coaching, but one mm -hmm. cool thing I just found with you is that, you know, you don't just help clients with that, you constantly are living it. And I think that that is something that is so important because when we're hiring coaches, when we're hiring mentors, when we're hiring people to help us on our path to success, it I find it really important too to actually see and know how is that person that's leading me showing up in their life and how does that work for them? And I think you're just such a prime example of someone that always moves forward because yeah, you were in the hotel industry, you ended up moving into a HR role, you, you, you know, obviously did your life coaching certification, you moved on with that, then you're like, let's do some speaking, I'm going to learn how to speak next thing you know, you speak in front of 250 people. And like, it, it was just like, cool to see you do all these different things. And I would love to know, how do you think like, the changes that you've made, the transitions in this, how has that changed the way you show up in the world? Because I feel like that has changed. And I would love to know from your perspective what that's been like. For sure. Well, first of all, thank you. My nice little hype girl there. <laughs> I love it. That's so nice. Um, and it's been amazing to be on this journey with you too. And watching you grow and learning from you. I've loved, loved it, loved it, loved it. And Blair too, when we did Momentum. Um, but for me, yeah, I mean, there's been, no, there, it's not like every day I'm moving forward. I mean, I wish I would, I think I, sometimes I wish I could, but it's important to, you know, to remember for everyone that sometimes you, you don't, I mean, you always are in some ways, um, but it doesn't need to be big steps or big events all the time. So I think for me, I've really just learned to start showing up in some way, even each day, even if it's something small. So if it's just, you know, I've really been into building a morning routine. And even if it's just doing one of those things, like ideally, wouldn't it be great to have two hours every morning, but that's kind of unrealistic. So even if it's just one thing um, and to be able to kind of give myself that time and to set some boundaries around what that, you know, whatever I need to do so I can actually get there and show up whether it's, you know, having to say not no to something the night before so I can get up early and do that or just really committing myself in the morning, you know, may, having a meeting a bit later so I can make sure I can go for a run or something like that. So I've definitely been a lot better at being more consistent and setting boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries are so important. And I, you know, I, I know you we've, you were a, a part of our cohort in momentum. Yeah. You helped me at my wedding. Which, yes. Oh, yeah, another amazing. lifetime ago. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It, it was a lifetime ago, but, um, you know, it's so interesting because I think boundaries, the topic of boundaries really came into play during the pandemic because we all had this huge life shift. And I think people never really thought too much about boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important thing to talk about because um, what you're saying is like, you very much want your morning routine and your ritual. And I follow you on Instagram and you are very good at sharing what you're doing. Maybe you're out for a run or you're journaling or you do it all. And I'm like that too. Like I, I love a good two, three hour morning routine, like wake up, work out, have a candlelit bath, drink my coffee <laughs> while I pull a card. And then I listen to music while I journal. Then I pet my cat for like 20 minutes. You know, I like I had love a slow morning where before it was like get up and go. Yeah, yeah, and like I work from home. Like my commute is across the hall, but I love a morning routine. And 
it's funny because Teresa and I were just talking about this with boundaries about like sometimes when we like out of our parameters, like we say yes to something, even though our gut tells us not to. And then mm-hmm. sometimes it kind of comes back to like, we shouldn't have said that. Like, what is that like for you? Like, I love my boundaries when someone wants to uh, meet me and it means I have to go to bed too late or, you know, if it doesn't like, if it doesn't like jive with my day, I've really embraced saying no or providing an alternative solution. And it's really empowering. Yeah, absolutely. I th- And I love how you sit, said too, like it's kind of come in maybe more front of mind for people since the pandemic's hit. Because I think that's so true. Because I think we all slowed down so much that we started to realize like how much maybe we were overloaded before. So I'm getting, I mean, maybe Teresa will feel this too, but the hospitality industry really trains you to be a yes person. Um, and I'm a naturally like a people pleaser and a people person. And so I saying no, I'm getting better at, but I'm definitely getting better at alternatives or just kind of knowing what I need to do first before I can go and do something else instead of before when it was in reverse. <laughs> and, and then, and then when you have your prior, your own priorities are, they usually get taken off the table. Yeah. You know, it's funny what you're saying with the hospitality industry, because I feel like it's that, um, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's that service card, right? Like it's like the service sacrifice. Yes. And, you know, it's like being trained, like the, you know, the guests always King and like, you know, we don't ever say no, like no doesn't, you know, exist in a vocabulary and like, and it's really interesting. Like, I mean, I get it. Like coming for this world for sure, like boundaries has definitely been something that like continuously I would revisit. But the really interesting thing is that, um, and for me, it wasn't so much the pandemic, I feel like because I was already working for myself. So in, in, in that sense, I, I had that bit more flexibility. I had left the hotel industry already. But I think that at the end of the day, when it comes to boundaries, right, and that saying no piece, it's so empowering to step back and to ask yourself, what do I need mm-hmm. before you you give your response? And I think that can happen in a very short amount of time. But I know what you mean when you're like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, literally, I'm like about to be like, yeah. And then I'm like, literally can feel myself pulling back and taking a breath and then being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to like, I'm getting, I'm going to get back to you about that. Or like when I, when I realized there was that little hunch. So learning to listen and having those stronger boundaries, I think is so important. And, you know, with the pandemic, I think what everyone realizes that there's just life is precious yeah, and you never know when it goes away. And I think that is the big message that I have found, you know, has come through the pandemic, but that I've also seen people take that on and start to really ask themselves, what do I really want? You know, what do I really want in Mm -hmm. terms of my career? What do I really want in terms of other things, right? Where you have gone through that transition yourself also, where you started to be like, well, what do I actually want? Right. Rather than just staying put and and following the next thing and I feel like Blair can probably relate to that as well so yeah and I, I thank you I think like what's so important and what I've, I mean 
listen, I don't make the rules. I just break the rules. You can't tell me what to do because I will not do it, even though I know I should do it. Even if I tell myself I have to do something, it's very hard for me to do it. Um, But what I've really learned over the last year with all the loss I've suffered is that like you really only have one life. And I'm someone who's Mm -hmm. always worked for myself. Like as a kid, I had my mom sign up for Avon and I went door to door selling makeup (laughs) and my lipstick. And I used to sell roses in the bar and I imported cigar box purses from New York and sold them in the mall. And my business is 14 years old. And I mean, I didn't have support in the sense of an entrepreneurial coach or a business coach or social media marketing wasn't even a thing when I started. Like I I coached myself, I became the source, but it's cool because Teresa and I started this podcast that we're now listening to over a year ago. And, um, you know, along with that, people started reaching out Blair and Teresa, like, how can you support us? And that's how we created momentum. And we were so honored to have you as one of our cohort Cohorties? Cohorties? Are you a cohorty? Cohorty. Momenti. Momento. A momento. What the word is? But anyways, we were so honored to have you as part of the first cohort for Momentum, and it's really cool to watch. You know your business grow. How? Like, tell us about your Momentum experience. Like, how has that impacted where your career is today? Oh, there's so much. I mean. I feel like there's so much amazing information in that program and it was things that when you start a business, you have no idea about, you're like, Oh no, I'm just gonna whip up a little website or an Instagram page and then off I go. (laughs) But there's so many other layers and it was so nice to have that, to be in a group in a small group. Like I really appreciated that kind of boutique you know, was, um, size when you're around like 10 people, it's amazing because you have the support of the group. You have the support of both of you, which is incredible and not just one teacher. And then to be able to pull from, you know, business end and all the social media and PR that Blair gives, like, it was amazing. You know, I would have never thought to be like, Oh yes, I'm going to have a social media strategy and, and break this down into this calendar. You know, I don't know what I thought to be honest. <laughs> I just thought I'd just go for it, you know? <laughs> so it was amazing to be able to have the strategy and the structure. Um, and it's really, you know, I still use so many of the pieces and the tools from the program today. So thank you. I love that. I love that. And it's so true. You know, it's, um, there's a lot of moving pieces. And <laughs> one thing that I've also noticed is because you moved into your role with crew HR Mm -hmm. and you're doing, you know, it's kind of cool to see because you've morphed from this role in an organization where you're an employee and being paid to working for another entrepreneur in more of a consultant role. And I know you're also supporting on some of the other aspects there with social media and you were helping with the rebranding that just happened. And then you have your own business. And what I find is really cool is that I see you using the skills that you've learned in a program like Momentum and and really applying that, which is so awesome. And like you said at the beginning, right, Mm -hmm. you've taken all these different things and you've sort of just built them. It's like you're making this beautiful cake of your success. And, and I just yes. love that, you know, I love that analogy. Absolutely. It's like your bacon, like your success cake. And it's got <laughs> yes. like all these different like <laughs> layers and, and flavors and all of that stuff. But like, I would love to know from you, like what, like, 
in terms of your path to success, like what would be like a piece of advice that you would maybe give somebody that's at the beginning journey of their success, or they might be even be in transition? What would you tell them? Where would you have them start? I would have them start with speaking to their network or speaking to people where they think that they want to go. I mean, you know, whatever direction they're kind of leaning towards, start speaking to those people who are doing it because they're the ones that are going to be able to give you the best, you know, insight into what it's really like. Uh, it's easy to look at people or industries or careers on the outside and, and have one opinion about it, but it's so different to actually go and live that. And so I just start asking questions, ask questions, use your network. You know, people are the most powerful, like we are the most powerful tool in our toolbox. I love to say that, but, and so are other people. So go and ask them the questions, you know, if you can, if it's something that, if it's a career move, you can go and actually be there and whatever it is, to experience a little bit more, reach out to people. People love to help other people grow. And um, yeah, just ask questions. I think that it's not never utilized enough because people think that maybe they're being a burden or something like that. But I just think, you know, if put yourself in, like if someone approached you and was like, oh, you're so, you know, you're doing such a great job of what you do. Could I just ask you a few questions? I've been thinking about this. Would you be excited to answer that? Like approach it that way. I think that's such great advice because we have to ask questions. We have to try stuff out. We have to see what works. We have to fail forward. We have to, you know, be messy before we're clean, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. This is amazing. I love jamming with you. So, you know, people are listening. They're like, whoa, I want to check her out. Where can I, where can our followers or listeners or fans find you? The best place to find me is on Instagram. Instagram's my jam. Naomi Pitt coaching and yeah, reach out. I'd love to connect. I'm amazing. So exciting. So we'll drop all your, your all your links are in the show notes. I'm stuttering because I'm so <laughs> excited. <laughs> I want to get all the words out at once, but I can't. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to jam with us, to dissect what success is to you. Teresa and I love you. It's been a pleasure watching your business grow. I can't wait to see what's next for you in the next season of, you know, spring, summer, Naomi and Margo and Jonas. Yes. (laughs) Um, I love it. Oh my gosh. And thank you to everyone who just tuned in for another episode of Dissecting Success. We'll be back in your ears next week. Peace. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.